Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Animalators, curious conversations from the world of animation. My name is Zach Dixon, and along with being the host of this new podcast, I'm also the creative director, animator, and co-founder of Identity Visuals, a small and growing animation studio based in Nashville, Tennessee. Over the short span of our company's life, we've had the chance to work with incredible clients and animators around the world. Uh, One of my favorite parts of what I do is chatting with and learning from crazy, talented people, so we decided to turn those conversations into a podcast called Animalators. In each episode, I'll interview someone from the world of animation. We'll walk through their background in the animation industry, starting with their origin story. We'll talk about some recent projects and continue all the way through to future plans and goals. I am incredibly excited, and I hope you enjoy it and learn from it as much as I will. On today's podcast, I talked to Colin Hesterly. Colin began his career as a freelance artist for companies like Buck, Royale, and Imaginary Forces, and is now working from his home in Denver, Colorado, as a director represented by Not to Scale. Colin's work is consistently featured across the web on sites like Motionographer, and everything he seems to make gets a Vimeo staff pick. For me personally, Colin has been a huge inspiration, and watching his work is one of the reasons I became an animator in the first place. So I was incredibly stoked to have him on the show on this very first episode of Animalators. Colin, what's up? Welcome to Animalators. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. This is super exciting. Um, so the last time we talked, you and I, uh, you were just starting up with Not to Scale, uh, which we'll get into a little bit later. And then before that, you were at the Academy. Yes, um, that's correct. But I don't think we've ever talked about like how you got into animation. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, I'd like to consider that a, an interesting story, <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? It's probably, you know pretty similar to most people's. I mean, you know, I, I originally, long story short, was, you know, in bands, playing music, doing all that stuff. And, you know, just picked up doing simple band design and like, you know, poster artwork and stuff. And after a while, I realized, heck, man, I'm not going to make any money with music. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so off to school I went, and I actually went to Full Sail University uh-huh. out in sunny Orlando. Very cool. And, you know, I had all the intentions of, like, going in and, like, you know, studying, like, poster artwork, and I was going to come out and, like, you know, be, like, the next amazing poster designer. <laughs> and So did, um, you study, did you study graphic design at... Full yeah, sale? yeah, I yeah, that's exactly what I went for. I I went for um graphic design and you know the the program it was kind of like it's what the school calls like the buffet course or whatever you want to call it, but basically like you learned a little bit of web design, a little bit mm. of like print. Um you got a taste of everything. Yeah. And you know, randomly, like halfway through the program, um, there's like two months of like basic, basic, basic animation. Um, we're talking like this is like what position and like rotation is, and like <laughs> this is how you open up After Effects. <laughs> and I mean, you know, but for me, it was like, wait, wait, hold on a second. So you mean like I can 
take these pictures that I draw and then I can make them move. <laughs> you know, like it totally it's just amazing. It's mind blowing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know, around the same time, um, I think like Kevin Dart had released his first Yuki Seven short or something. Yeah. And like I saw that, and I was just like, "What the heck?" Like. <laughs> wait like people get paid to do this stuff like people do this stuff for fun and that was it like oh yeah like ever since then all i focused on was was animation so was your kind of plunge into animation towards the back end of school yeah yeah well i'd say i'd say like halfway through maybe and you know what ended up happening was that i had to do all of my regular schoolwork, and then at the same time, I was like coaxing all of my like friends into <laughs> like, "Hey guys, like let's make like a you know a faux film title or like, hey come yeah. on, like let's let's write a short film." And so is know. is that where the empire came from? So there's there's oh. I, I did some digging back through your your Vimeo, and <laughs> I think so. The first thing I thought I think I ever saw of yours was. World of Motion, but then yeah. I like immediately went through and just watched everything you ever made because it's awesome. And I <laughs> I went back to, to the Empire and dude, the Empire you made five years ago and it still looks so killer. Like if you look at like and I feel like anybody's stuff from five years ago, it's like ah oh, this is horrible and I hate it. But <laughs> so was the Empire something that you did in school? Dude, that's funny. That's thank thank you for the compliment <laughs> um, because I surely go back at it and I'm just like. Well, I would have completely done it different. Oh, well, of course. You know. Yeah. But um yeah, no, that was that was one of those self-initiated um projects that me and a couple buddies, it was like you know, I think we were 3 quarters of the way through school. We were bored out of our minds cuz it was like I think we were <laughs> I think we were being taught like um web design. And and I'm sorry for anyone who likes web design. It's just not my forte. <laughs> like I just don't get into it. Yeah. Okay. Um and and so I I was just like let's like you know make a film title because a couple of my friends had graduated and they were out working in LA you know on film titles and I was like well I I I want to do that so um we sat down and just like came up with this fictitious story of you know like a guy that like basically um finds out that like you know this newspaper um, has been creating all of these fake stories or, or they've been creating all of these worldwide events so that they can sell papers. <laughs> and, and so like, you know, the movie was about him That's like amazing. going in and like, you know, finding all that. So we made the, the title sequence and wow, you had such backstory and everything. That's great. Well, you know, I mean, we, we had to have a reason to tell, true. tell that story. So, <laughs> so, so that was, was that, was there any like kind of like thesis project that you ended up making at Full Sail, like kind of like your your end thing? Did you switch your major to animation, or did you stick out graphic design? I just stuck with graphic design. Um, I didn't want to spend any more time in school, and okay. I didn't want to spend any more money. And honestly, that was one of the reasons I went to Full Sail. Is you know, um, historically speaking, I was never the best student. <laughs> um so like the idea of being stuck in school for forever was like horrible so 
So yeah, just get it um, done. Do exactly. And it seems like you're able to do a lot of work too, which is great. Yeah, I mean, like if you look at it in in the way in the sense of like your job is school, mm-hmm. then you know, those are the students that completely rocked it out and mm-hmm. like had amazing work. Um and for me that's kind of that was my mentality. It was it was like, you know, I'm paying for this out of my own pocket. I yeah. you know, this I better get every you know, dollars worth, but, um, well, well, that honestly brings up an interesting question, right? Like I, I personally went to school for music. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I mean like, you know, obviously there's music in, in the stuff that we make, but it's, it's not something that I do every day. Um, and, and and animation, like that's not even what you went to school for either. Um, Mm -hmm. is, is it something you do again? And, and, and you, you have a daughter, correct? Yes, I do. Like, like the, do you the think the world's like, greatest daughter? <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. but like uh, you know, growing up, it was always my parents' like desire and goal. Like the focus was always like you go to college and you get a job. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if that's going to be the same for us, like for our our generation. Like I'm not doing what I went to school for. Like, yeah. Will I push you know my my future children to go to school or or do you? Do you think that there's other other ways? Would you go to school again? Well, you know, it's 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 funny because I grew up kind of in a different family. Um, I was actually the first person in my family to go to college. Oh wow! Um, you know, my dad is a really really successful um, uh, like contractor builder and like architect or ar- uh, architect <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so. <clears throat> they kind of always just like let me do my own thing and it's like when i was pursuing music they were just like okay yeah do that like as long as you're just like going for it and when you know i started talking about school my parents were actually kind of like are you sure (laughs) like (laughs) you know like is that really like what you want to do like not that it was bad but it's just like it was like, well, uh, I mean, okay, you know, like if that's what you want to do, feel free. And so, <clears throat> you know, that was that was definitely, you know, nice to have in my family. You yeah. know, my my parents kind of really always just, no matter what, pushed um, creativity. At least with me, it was like, you know, you just you need to be doing something creative. Hmm. Um, and it took me about. 10 years after I graduated high school to actually really realize that. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, that's, that, that was about this, how long it was before I graduated and went to school. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I mean, to answer your question, I, I honestly don't know. I think like with my daughter and, you know, most likely other kids, um, you know, it's kind of like, just do what you want to do as long as you're enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, that's great. You know, just don't waste my money at college, switching from <laughs> degree to degree, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, after after college then, did you mm-hmm. go, did you launch right into full-time animation work? Yeah, well... It kind of goes back with you. You had asked earlier, like if I had a thesis project, oh, and they yeah. kind of go like both those questions kind of go hand in hand. And so, like basically, you know, when it came to 
the last several months of school when everyone was working on their, you know, like portfolios, you know, building out websites, you know, creating their LinkedIn profile. Um, <laughs> oh, the glorious LinkedIn. Seriously, seriously. Uh, I still don't know um, what that's for, but uh, that's another dude, story. I have ne- I've I've never met a single person that knows what it's for. <laughs> um but so I got to those last like 4 months of school and I had done everything. Like I already had more than enough work for a portfolio. Hmm. I had a website, I had that profile. Um you know, and so like the teachers are just kind of like well, you got to do something. So <laughs> like, you know, why don't you just go off and do something and come back to class when you have it? Oh, so wow. that's an awesome perspective as a teacher. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciated it, you know? Um, so I went off and I had, I had done an earlier version of world of motion for a class project. Like we're talking oh. like a 10 second, like almost like, test animation and um it it ended up being drastically different um but i basically sat down with that idea and golly i i want to say a week and a half two weeks later i had world of motion oh wow like music and everything um yeah yeah so yeah so i i sat down and basically just boarded it out and just went to town on it and didn't sleep (laughs) for like two weeks and turned it in put it online up on vimeo and like the next day it was a staff pick and blow you just blew up Dude. sitting at like 8,000 likes right now. <laughs> yeah, well, well, what's funny is is even before that, I had gotten a staff pick for like this little like Christmas like animated thing that I did. It's no longer on my Vimeo. I foolishly oh, wow. and accidentally deleted it. <laughs> I, you, I, you deleted a Vimeo staff pick? Dude, okay. <laughs> Quick funny story is I had two films on there that had the word light in it. Okay. And I was going through cleaning up my... my uh, <laughs> videos and i deleted the wrong one and didn't catch it for like six months um (laughs) so that's that but um yeah so like like i got the staff pick and my email just started blowing up and you know i had um job offers i had internship offers and um you know several of the bigger studios were like hey you know come on be an intern and yeah. One of the studios happened to be, um, you know, uh, the LA, uh, buck. Oh, so, okay. Wow. So, yeah. So I very last minute, like we're talking, I'm graduating in two days and I still haven't made a decision. Um, I just, I snatched up that gig and like a week after I graduated, my wife and I drove out to LA and I started my internship there. What what kind of projects were they having you work on in there? Were you an intern for for a little while and then switched to full time? Well, okay, so this is this is going to be like the the not fun part of the story. <laughs> um, so I went there, and you know, Buck is awesome. 
I, I mean, I'm just going to hands down say that, like, they have some of the best work out there. Oh, yeah. We, and every time they come out with something, like, everybody, yeah. I feel like everyone in our office, like, crowds around the computer and we just, like, watch it five times. It's so exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, to be completely honest, I was young, I was mm-hmm. immature. Um, <laughs> I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Like, I, I had all these high hopes, like every other student. Mm hmm. And it was just a different experience than what I was wanting. And and I think what I was wanting was also just young and immature. <laughs> um, and so I was there for about four or five months, just shy. Like, I, I was supposed to be there for six months. Um, and I worked on all different types of things. I worked on a title sequence. Um, oh, wow. You Which know, title the, sequence? I'm curious. It's called, it's called The Details. The Details. Um, Joe okay. Mullen. He's he was the art director on that. Cool. Um, yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, so he's a crazy talented guy. Um Oh, for sure. But yeah, so so you know, after a while I just you know, I, I kinda realized that it wasn't necessarily where I wanted to be and it was more so to do with me. Um you know, I love the book and was it more of like the freedom? Because like obviously, when now you're like a signed director uh, and you kind of yeah. work on your own projects, and I know there's a lot of talk. You know, like being full time at a studio is, is is a bit different than being a freelancer. Mm-hmm. Did it have something to do with kind of maybe that that freedom involved? I think at the time I didn't know that, but now looking back, yes, hmm. um, that's kind of always been a struggle within my career. Um, is like trying to find that freedom. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, things kind of happened all within a couple of days. Like I was just feeling like, man, like, you know, I just, I don't know if this is what I want to be doing. Um, I'm coming up to the end of my internship, you know, and, and part of it is I, I, I mean, you know, I'll be honest. I felt like I was choking. Like, hmm. like I felt like, like I had made this like really cool, you know, world of motion short film. And then I went out into the industry and I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't belong here. <laughs> um, and so I was going through like a little bit of a crisis. And yeah. so at, at the same time, one of my buddies called me up and he's like, dude, like I'm working over at imaginary forces. Oh, We're wow. doing the Oscars this year. Come on over. And, oh, man. and That's so, awesome. it, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, especially when it's like they'll pay you x amount of dollars a day for a day rate and i'm like okay i'm an intern right now like (laughs) that can go a long way in la um so i i unfortunately and hopped out on on buck early (laughs) and went over and worked on the oscars for a couple weeks and yeah, from there, I just, I kind of just worked around as a freelancer in LA and ultimately landed like, like a year and a half, two year kind of like permalance gig at Royale. Man, um, you, you really bounced around. Dude, I did. That's I awesome. did. And, and, you know, every, every bit of the way I got to work on all kinds of really fun, cool, different projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nothing that, you know, looking back now that I'd like even want to like, share a show yeah but it's like it it allowed me the opportunity to try all different types of things 
and yeah. and it really kind of gave me perspective as to you know okay what do I want to be doing so yeah well, I'm curious what was your role at, at all these studios were you more like art directing a lot of drawings or a lot of animation involved it, okay so this is the funny thing is that for a good portion of the time I was 3D like cinema 4D animator really that, really? Yeah. That doesn't show in my reel at no, all. No, it does not. Wow. No. And, and you know, what was funny was that I've always considered myself a pretty lame animator. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I don't get too technical and my stuff doesn't get difficult. I just, I was the same way with music. Like, I always kept things really, really simple. Mm-hmm. It's just how my brain works. But... I, I always considered myself like an illustrator, a direct, uh, you know, designer and all that stuff. But I kept getting animation jobs. So I just kept <laughs> taking them because yeah. you got to do what something. Else you, yeah. Exactly. What else are you going to do when you're trying to get into the industry? And um, so like after, you know, two, three years of that, like I started getting really kind of just like fed up and just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Once again, having another crisis. Like, like you'll notice, you'll notice in my 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 story that there's a lot of these like breakdown crisis modes, and that's when I make like big changes. Um, yeah, when when I had that breakdown while, while freelancing, there was a moment where I was just like, "That's it! Like, I'm done with like this industry. I'm done with animation. I'm leaving it forever. I'm was going it- to just go draw." Was it kind of like a burnout feeling or just like the yes. work wasn't like the type of work you were doing or too much or all those things combined? It was all of the above. Um, I was burnt out. I wasn't feeling creative because I was working so hard and I was, you know, I was saying yes to everything because I just wanted to have a job the next day. Hmm. And so... um you know, so I didn't have any time to do my own creative stuff. Like, like really what my day looked like was I would get up at like six or seven in the morning, work on like personal stuff or try to till about nine o'clock, go to work, work to like eight, nine, Oof, wow. come home, kiss my wife and then try, try and work on something creative at home as well. And that's like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's too much for any one person to handle. And I would work on the weekends. Like, you know, I, I just never had any fun, never had any like, you know, time outside of work. And so I was just burnt out and feeling like, because I was saying yes to everything, you know, and I was saying yes to all the wrong jobs. I felt like, well, geez, that's the only work that's out there. Like, I don't want to be doing this, so I guess there's nothing for me in this industry. Um, Do you think that there would, would have been another way? Because, I mean, obviously, you, you are where you are now because of the work yeah. that you've done in the past. Like, mm-hmm. looking back, do you wish, like, ah, you know, I really wish I would have said no to this job, or I, I wish I would have, you know, done less during this portion of, of my life? Or, or do you think that that time in your life was necessary to get you to where you are now? Well... I mean, I wish I could say, like, well, I wouldn't have done that. And, I mean, I guess, like, it is what it is for me. And it's, like, it wouldn't have shaped me to where I am now. 
and giving me as clear of a direction um, yeah. without going through all that stuff. I mean, yeah, of course I, I wish that, you know, I could have just like known all this stuff, <laughs> you know, or of like, course. Yeah. you know, just been like, well, of course this is not going to be the right job for me. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, when you're young, you get out of school um, you have a wife, you just moved to LA and you've got to start paying loans off, you know, yeah. it's like, you gotta make money. You gotta get exactly, done. exactly. You don't have time to really mess around and like, you know, come up with a plan. It's just kind of like, really, you know, you throw crap at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. So I am, I'm very curious. Tell me a little bit about uh, you're set up with not to scale right now. How long ago did you sign with him? Um. So yeah. So let's see. I signed with him at the beginning of the year. So um, I've almost hit the year mark. But um, you know, it's it's been a really really good uh, collaboration and a really good partnership. Um, so basically, what happens is they represent me as a director um, and. You know, we focus mainly on 2D character-driven, you know, narratives. So exactly yeah. like what you're talking about. So, so the idea is is that you know, <clears throat> just like you know, an actor has an agent or anything like that. That's kind of what they do for me. So they're out there, um, you know, finding projects, and, you know, talking to agencies, really pushing me and my work, um, cool. in hopes that projects come in. So, like, at, at some point, though, you know, back in, well, I guess in school you were working with teams of other people, but at some point I feel like a lot of people have to kind of make the transition of, like, you know, I, I do everything, right? Like, I, I'm directing it, I'm, I'm illustrating everything, animating it, looking for music, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff to yeah. um, eventually, you know, you, now you're providing direction, you are, you know, making sure the style is set, but then you're working with a lot of other people. And I, and I think there's, there's pros and cons to that, right? There is, mm-hmm. um, uh, the obvious pros, you get to work with people that are better than you, right? That will make, yep. will make each section of the animation as great as it can be. But then I, I don't know, at least for per- me personally, it's been like hard to like give up certain things too. Is that, has there yeah. been a struggle there for you? There has, there has, you know, it's, um, you know, it's it's part of the job that it's like, you know, I set up the art direction. Like, for all the all my projects that I direct, I do the initial art direction. And then I, I, for the most part, hand it off to other people. And they, you know, continue to build it out and stuff. And you don't always get people that are capable of doing what you do. Because it's what yeah. you do. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, sometimes they take what your initial thoughts were or ideas and they make it even better. And you're just like, mm. all right. Like, and so for me, it's easy to give up, but, um, or, you know, to give up that control. Cause it's just like, well, pff, you obviously know what you're doing way better than me. <laughs> um, but there are some projects that I feel like kind of tend to get out of hand sometimes. A, a, a good project was, um, is it's called it is for fema it's the flood smart agent yeah, yeah um thanks cool. yeah and so like what i put online is like a, a a big cut down of that but it was a really really big project 
um, stretched out over a long amount of time. So we had kind of different people coming in and out. And at the end, it was just like, like, it just doesn't feel like it has enough of my touch on it. Mm. And so I ended up going in and like cutting it down and like recompositing the shots myself oh, wow. um, for the cut down because I was just like, it's just, it doesn't have my sense of like touch. And so sometimes you just got to get in and you have to do things yourself. But, um, you know, well, how do you, how do you decide that? How do you decide what parts to keep and what, what parts to give away? I think once again, it comes back to grading it on a scale of one to 10. <laughs> <laughs> What's most like, important to you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And for me, it was like, at least with that project with FEMA, it was like, well, I've spent the past, six months like you know developing and working on this and i don't want it to just go to waste like there was like you know the animation was really really great like um you know jake armstrong he's crazy good animator yeah um yeah he tackled all of the character stuff in that and it just felt like there were so many good things going for it but yet it just didn't feel like it was like finished and it was like, well, it would be a shame and a waste for like all these people, including myself, to have worked on it for all this time and not be able to share it at all. Yeah. And so it was just like, okay, well, then I got to get in there because no one else is going to do this. And, you know, no one else is going to get in and, you know, cut the film down or fix stuff that needs to be fixed. Like, so I just did it on, you know, over the course of a couple nights and just, you know, so that way people could have something to show for it. Yeah. No, it's great. And it turned out great. I love that director's cut that you put up. Thanks. So coming up near future for you, is there anything like, um, we talked a little bit about, um, working on some, some narrative stuff, anything else, um, moving forward that you're kind of looking forward to? Yeah, I've. I don't know. I kind of take, I try to take, you know, each day as it comes. I mean, you know, so yeah, I'm working on that show. Hopefully we're going to start pitching it to, to uh studio soon. Um, I've always got some sort of short film in the works, but for the past like three years, I haven't completed a single one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, on, on Twitter the other day, we were talking about maybe you had some animatic animatics yeah. drawn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been sharing that with a few select friends, getting their opinion and stuff. Um, cool. So I got that, and I got some some friends who are in more of the tech side of stuff, and we're talking about doing some sort of interactive narrative or something. Oh, nice! Like, like an app or like yeah, a game or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like we're trying to decide. Like, we're just like right now. We're just talking about like what's a story worth telling, and then like let's figure out like what means we're gonna do that. Whether it's through a game or through, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know. So so yeah, I'm, I'm doing that, and you know, I'm just plugging away on client work. You know, I'm I'm currently working on a commercial for the Euro Tunnel. Um, so very cool. When does that come out? It just started. Um, okay. so it'll be, it'll be out sometime around Christmas. I know that. Great. Um, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, it's just, you know, a lot of it now is just like, 
my time is just spent like thinking of like, okay, how can I expand beyond the borders of just client work? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, is, is there other possibilities out there, you know, whether it's through a television show or through, you know, some sort of app or, you know, I don't know, a book yeah. or, or whatever. That could know, be cool. Just, I, I feel like I could totally see your, your illustration style making an awesome, like, children's book or something. I'd buy it. Well. For, for my non-existent children. <laughs> heck yeah. Hey, man, I, I, I had a huge collection of kids' books before I ever had a kid. Now <laughs> she just reaps the benefits. Idea. Yeah. So, I need to start doing that. Dude, yeah, there's so much, like, great <laughs> inspiration in those things. Oh, for sure. So. Well, so to end end all of our shows, we kind of have a set um, few questions that we want to run through. So the first one okay. is, who is your dream client? My dream client? I know. It's oh, my one. goodness. You're totally putting me on the spot. Like <laughs> It could be my multiple. My dream client? You know, you can it's cheat. It's the people. It's the, the people. I want to work for the people. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, That's a good answer. I like that. Dude, seriously, I don't, I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't necessarily think of things in terms of clients. Like, um, because you know, in my heart of hearts, like, like I have no real kind of um, aspiration or whatever to to sell someone's product. Like, unless yeah. it's my own or something that I, I really, really, truly believe in. And maybe that I'm going to shoot myself in the foot by saying that. Um, <laughs> no way, no way. I mean, you 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 love telling stories and you love you love narrative work too. Not that that can't be done for clients, but but no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I think it, the people is a great answer for a dream client. Well, yeah. yeah, and when it comes to like clients, it's really honestly like my dream client is just whoever wants to give me the opportunity to tell a story. Mm-hmm. So it, it can be for whatever brand. It can be for whatever, um, you know, you know, whatever, like they're, whatever the story they're trying to tell, as long as it like, um, inspires me or draws me in, in some way, then I'm game. Um, that's great. So, all right. So what is your favorite animated film? Favorite animated film? Crap. Well, that... That changes quite often. Okay, um, yeah, so so right now, right now, what's your favorite? Right now, Disney's Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know, I know, that's, yeah. that's totally, like, out there, because not a lot of people even reference that, but <laughs> there's something about the interplay between the, the narrator and the characters that has just always fascinated me. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, need, I need to go back and watch that. I, I remember Dude. watching that as a kid, and I I loved it. But. Dude, it's 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 good. Like, you know, it's not one of Disney's like technically greatest, you know. But there's something about it that just draws me in. Um, <laughs> so that, and then I'm always a sucker for Pocahontas. <laughs> I know. I know. That's amazing. I, I hated that movie as a kid. <laughs> And then, like, a couple years back, I was working on a project, and, and the lead animator was just like, dude, go back and watch it. And I was like, no way. The movie sucks. And, and I went and watched it, and I watched it, like, five times in a row. I kid you not, in one day. Like, oh, man. It's just, like, it's the art direction is 
See, that's the thing is that I'm I don't necessarily look at animated films for the animation themselves. Um, I am looking at the artwork, at the art direction. Yeah. And and how they were able to tell that story through the use of animation. If that makes sense. Like oh, yeah, because totally. it, as opposed to like, oh, like that character work was so good, like <laughs> it's just like, okay, cool. Like yeah. I'm more fascinated with like how in the world did they pull all of that off? So Well, my wife will be very excited. That's like her favorite childhood film, so maybe I'll have to watch that again with her. It'll make her very happy. I'll told her I'll I'll tell her Colin told me to watch Pocahontas again. She'll be uh, very happy. Yeah. Th- those are probably not the most exciting answers in the world. It's like <laughs> I picked the two like wimpiest animated <laughs> films out there. Like I didn't no pick way. like some cool obscure like <laughs> anime or something. I love that though. No, like people pick obscure stuff. I'm just I have no idea what they're talking about and like I feel like I need to yeah. like do do my homework a little bit more. But yeah. All right. So what does your daughter think dad does all day, every day? Complain. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no idea. Like, she's she's a lot hilarious. So she's a year and a half old. And um, so I have my setup in the dining room. And, you know, I'll be just sitting away, you know, drawn, drawn at the Cintiq with my headphones on. And all of a sudden, I'll feel a little tug on my shirt. <laughs> and I look down and it's my daughter and and all she's capable of saying is up up and so like <laughs> I'll pick her up and sit her in my lap and she just grabs the the um the pens and just starts drawing on the screen not knowing what she's doing um so to be honest I, I don't think I've ever even showed her any of my work oh really because it because it's kind of like I don't know like I don't really tend to show anyone my work I just <laughs> kind of like make it and then set it free and just move on that's awesome all right so last question what animal did you choose for your animal later and why i chose a fish and i chose it because of my daughter because she just she's like huge on animals right now like every kid is and (laughs) she like she just you know picks everything out in books she's just like oh horse cow fish and there's just something about her saying fishy that's just so cute and i absolutely love the ocean and swimming and i was just like all right i can dig this like let's do a fish (laughs) so perfect it it was really inspired because i just wanted to make something fun that my daughter would look at and say fishy (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sorry and it really wasn't for you zach but (laughs) hey i love it it's great (laughs) <laughs> so well thanks so much for coming on the show man dude for sure it, this yeah. was so much fun it was so easy so fun well if you guys ever want me again you feel free to ask and you know we can talk about we can actually talk about animals yeah um, i i know you you <laughs> yeah. maybe i misled you i i know i told yeah. you that this will be a show entirely about animals but we ended up talking about animation sorry about that Animalators is produced by Identity Visuals with technical and production help provided by Form and Function. You can find out more about them at formandfunctionmedia.com. Our theme music was written and recorded by Cody Fry. 
To learn more about what we're doing at Identity Visuals, check out identityvisuals.com or follow us on Twitter at Identity Visuals. And don't forget to check out animalators.com to see Colin's animalator avatar and get bonus content from the show. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. We're a new podcast. We don't want you to miss out on future episodes. So subscribe, tell your friends, leave us a review, and we'll see you guys next time with a new episode of Animalators. Curious conversations from the world of animation. 